I understand it. He but could I hang out in Brooklyn so... like right now and that in yeah. his original look and people would be like, yeah, that's a Brooklyn guy. Like he would be fine. Do you know what I mean? Though, like he mm-hmm. was so cute. Um, so yes, yes, yes. Anywho. So that's our only, our, our not our only, but that was like my, the, my, biggest, my biggest, the biggest, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I remember I grabbed, I grabbed your hand and Marion's hand in the theater. And I went, no. Yeah. I was so I think, disappointed. Yeah. I think we all collectively sighed on that one. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide, Disco Citizens, the podcast where gorehounds and best friends, Terry Gamble and Julia Marchesi, break down a different horror movie each week, exploring a multitude of genres, subgenres, and sub-subgenres, classic and cult, international and underground flicks alike, determining which films are the goriest, and offering up Horror Movie Survival Guide tips to, to help, help you stay alive. Disco Citizens, we're going to be talking about a movie today I'm very excited to talk about with my co-host and best friend, Terry. I am Julia. Terry. Yes. Hello. I'm so excited we're finally covering this for the show. I know you are. Um, we got to see this in the theater with Marion, OG uh-huh. Horror Movie Survivor Guide host. Clutching um, hands with each other with excitement. How cute were we? I That was such a fun night. We went to Mel's Diner. We had like a full night out to go see this film. What a delightful time. Yeah. Ugh. So, uh, so that we are talking about 2023's Renfield. The mm-hmm. title of this episode is Snickerdoodle, and the tagline for this movie is "Sucks to be him." So, this was written by Ryan Ridley, Robert Kirkman, and Ava Tramer, and directed by Chris McKay. I do have an alternate universe director for you. Ha- uh, potentially, uh, what I heard was that it was originally Dexter Fletcher who was attached, and he uh- had to drop out. Uh, I really like Dexter Fletcher. I think he's a really good actor and a really good director. I think Rocket Man. I saw Rocket Man three or four times in the theater and yes, I you did. I have very little I don't care about Elton John very much sorry Elton John not don't really care but the movie I was like damn this movie's good though I'm into I it I love Elton John so much do you I could take him or leave him he does nothing for me I'm sorry uh, but it's true. I'm obsessed with him and his story and his life and I had a really good time going to the last night of his American leg of his, his farewell tour last year Ooh. was a highlight was a highlight to be at Dodger Stadium and watch him and like the legacy he has left. And he's one of my favorite, like just, you know, between him and Bernie Taupin, the weirdest, weirdest lyricist of all time. I mean, the lyrics are like always like weird poetry and I love him. Anywho, back to Renfield though. <laughs> my, yes. my tangent about my obsession with Elton John. I love you, Sir Elton. Let's hang out. <laughs> uh, so I have, uh, so very famously, I am a, a Renfield fanatic in both. Wait, what? The, the actual Renfield character and then characters who are the Renfield type, but not actually Renfield himself. So this has gotten to the level of obsession where I recently went online and to see, because in Dracula, the book, you don't ever get Renfield's point of view. And I find that strange and I really want more about him. So I went online and to see if anybody had done a Renfield book from Renfield's point of view. And there are five and I bought them and read them all just to be like, what do you think his backstory is? What is, because there's five different people with five different ideas. What did they say? What what was the consensus? It was very, it was, they were all very different. Like a lot of them put religion in there somewhere like Mm -hmm. oh he used to be a priest or he want like his brother is a priest or Mm -hmm. something like that they all they were all really well written all of them really took the matter seriously and really tried to interchange with the uh journal entries and stuff that dr seward does in the asylum so really cool so that being said i've always wanted to have a renfield movie that's always been like where does he get his movie and Mm -hmm. i had always wanted it to be this is very julia a my dinner with andre 
if you will, with just Dracula and Renfield talking. I just wanted, wanted to see- the exposition of their relationship and the yeah. in, ins and outs, yes? So I, when I saw that they were making a Renfield movie, I was very ecstatic, happy about Nicholas Holt, happy about Nicholas Cage. But then I saw the trailer and the trailer looked goofy and I was like, oh, maybe not. Maybe this is not what I want. So I've seen this movie- five times six times i've seen it a At bunch least. and i've taken and i've taken yeah. people to go see it so mm-hmm. I, I i really like it is it the renfield movie i want no is it a renfield movie that i enjoy yes do Heck i think yes. they should have done things differently i think like the you know obviously we're going to go into the details but my main criticisms of this movie is that there's not enough renfield and dracula they're they're shoehorning in all these other characters i'm like i don't know if i can get rid of these characters Especially when you have someone like like Nicolas Cage, right, who's eaten scenery right and left. And, you know, when you read about him making this movie, he, you know, he says he playing Dracula for him was a lifelong goal. He had always wanted to play it. So he's clearly you giving help. You can tell. I'm so like, why he would you not give it more him? It. Because yeah. that's the best part of this movie is the interaction between him and Renfield. And I don't because feel like it's called get- Renfield. So we got to find out more about his story. I don't feel like we get enough Renfield, right? I don't care about the cops. I don't care about the crime family. Like, get rid of them. Just give me more Renfield. That being said, I very much like this movie. So let's get into this I always like movies with less cops. So I I agree (laughs) on that. Yeah, just as a whole, with the the American the American need to shoehorn a lot of a lot of cops in movies is 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 uh, truly astounding. but uh, I feel that on that count. But this is so de- this was so delightful. So yes, let's get into it. I loved it. Love the opening for this movie. Yes, yes. I think this idea is fantastic. I think mm-hmm. Renfield being in a support group for codependents is a really really fun idea. Him, uh, Nicholas Holt as Renfield in the in the first beginning of this movie in this in this look, which they have copied very faithfully from the 1931 Dracula. So all of this is as if he has been Renfield this whole time, right? Since the yep. 1930s, like he's always been here and his look of never updating his look of just, he just looks the same. A and boy this- stuck in time. Julia's like, wait, what? So I have to tell you all, <laughs> I cannot express to you how much of like boy of my dreams this is because we all know cute boy killer is my downfall. And this, I was like, oh, and he also dresses like he's from the 1930s. Oh, and he's also British. Oh, like all of this stuff. I was like, this is just julia porn checking all the boxes at this point like just all of your boxes you want him to check your box um (laughs) so hot um and also just adorable and you just like he looks broken and sad and you want to give him a hug and help fix him a little bit so he's got that perfect amount of like just sadness that you just want to like like squeeze out of him um -hmm. but also just keep a little bit there because it's like also keeps him a little intriguing very very adorable um little broken man and so and how sweet think, is he talking about his boss and other people do not understand how truly monstrous he is he's like he's a monster and they're like yeah like supporting him in the support group of codependent people and it's just absolutely hilarious because the only one who can save us is ourselves you know this is what mm-hmm. we, so we learn so he uh he we we have a flash forward to uh, Dracula in the middle of a battle with some religious folks who are trying to take him down as they do. He says they go in this cycle where they, they live in peace and then the religious folks find him and then they try the Van Helsings of the world, if you will, mm-hmm. try to find him and then he has to go hide again. Uh, I would like to give them a shout out because William Ragsdale, who plays Charlie and Fright Night, is the priest in this scene, which I think is really cool. I think 
so the my dad famously does not like horror horror movies especially gore doesn't like it won't do it and when i started to show this to my mom who really wanted to see it i was like dad i don't think you're gonna like it it's really really gory but the gore is so goofy that he was fine he was like this just like a cartoon and i'm like yeah it is it does it doesn't feel even though it's really really gory gory But it's like, I feel like Shaun of the Dead's kind of the same way, right? Like it's Shaun of the Dead's like, it's very, very gory, but it all feels kind of like they're not really getting hurt, even though they're really getting hurt. Ooh, I don't know. I think I think maybe just he enjoyed the story enough and Nicolas Cage is going for it enough that he just was like, okay, I can I can swallow this because Nick is going for it. Um, they also, so we, mm-hmm. sorry, they, I just, they, they do a lot of really fun, as we know with vampire movies, they're hard because every vampire movie has a different rules, right? And so I right. think what they do with this is add a lot of, rules that i don't mind that i think are kind of fun Mm -hmm. we have like the blue fire protection circle which i think Mm -hmm. is fun they have uh william ragsdale uh dracula turns into dust basically like smoke form and Mm -hmm. goes into william ragsdale's mouth and makes him explode and sunlight matches and catches on fire and these are all things like okay these are fun i like Mm -hmm. this they're doing different things until you don't really know what to expect from dracula in this movie which i think is fun yeah it keeps you on your toes and in in a beautiful way um, and then he's also going to get broken down by this process of, of this fight. And so he's got to go recuperate somewhere. But where else can he go and be unnoticed in uh, America? I don't know. Maybe New Orleans. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe an old abandoned hospital in New Orleans uh, that's broken down. Sounds about right. Perfect spot for Dracula to go to. So yes. he's no longer you know, dealing with the riches that he used to have of being in a castle and being you know, up on a hill somewhere. He is literally like in the basement of an old New Orleans hospital just trying to heal up from his last battle um, with who he thought might have been one of his last foes. Um, these guys that were like the last of the line of these priests um, who have been preserved and had the the magic that w- could take him out. And Renfield falls for Dracula's trick one more time and revives him and saves mm-hmm. him because mm-hmm. he's a sucker for his codependent relationship. Yes, and so we have New Orleans Club where he is uh, he he is hanging out as well. So what so what Renfield's deal is he's going to the self help groups and then the people who have bullied his fellow group members he will then take kill them and take them to Dracula. So he's like I've got this perfect idea because I get rid of their monsters but I give mine theirs and everybody wins. So that's right. supposed to be the, the idea. So it's a little we, Dexter for those of you who are Dexter fans. It's kind of that kind of like he's he's a murderer, but he's got a code of ethics for who he murders. So that's how sure. he does it. Yeah, taking out the I, bad guys. I I think that the ska shaming in this movie is, is so out of left field. <laughs> it's so it's funny because nobody why why like why what's wrong with ska? I like ska. I think ska's but. making a comeback right now too. I've had a lot of people singing it at karaoke lately, I feel. So, I don't know. And I also feel like I just need to be in a ska cover band and I think I'm ready for it to happen now. So, that's okay. that's, that's next. Let's I mean, I like I like really old school Scott. I like kind yeah. of eighties stuff. The new wave in the nineties was uh, okay, I'm but here for I it. I went to all those shows. <laughs> did you? I do. It, it, Real so, big fish, no doubt. Let's get into it. No, anyway, go on. <laughs> so he he runs into these uh, the Scott Scott trio who have stolen drugs from the Lobos. The Lobos are the family in New Orleans, one of the crime families the who- big cri- The biggest crime family of the area. They run every, they run they, that town. They run they, the police officers. They buy them off, all of that. So uh, Renfield comes in not knowing he's walking to the middle of a bigger scenario to kill Mitch, who has been bullying Caitlin, one of his group members. Uh, one of my favorite things in this movie. So we there are these very brief black and white recreations that they do 
from the original 1931 Dracula that mm-hmm. I think are outstanding. They made me so happy, especially there's a shot in Dracula, the original Dracula of Renfield when he's getting off the boat from the Demeter and he just looks like he's insane and mm-hmm. they recreate that. And we had the, it, Nicholas Holt kills it. It's all great. And I think that those, that's probably the thing that both Nicholas's were most excited about is that kind of stuff, but they're giving it to the yeah. super fans who really understand what the deal is. And so when Renfield at the first time he uses ether to knocks out, knock out his, his kills. And he, when he pull, first pulls out the bottle of ether, there is a, a, a laugh that insane Renfield does that he does in this, he, <laughs> like this very specific laugh that he does. And like, he did the laugh. It made me so, <laughs> it made me so happy. He's a good actor. He definitely did his homework oh, and went for it. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. He, I, I love how versatile he is. He really is a, a yeah. chameleon in what he can do as far as anything. Like, like I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever seen him being anything where I thought he wasn't giving everything he has. Right. Um, absolutely a virtuosic performer. So, yes. Um, so he's he's taken these people out, but he has chosen the wrong person the next day, uh, basically, is what's going to happen. Because when you mess with the Lobo family um, and their victims, they are going to take a notice. Um, and so this town, this Lobo family has been running the town and they are pretty awful. Um, they are the kind of people, you know, that will just do and whatever they want um, and pay off whoever they want and keep it going. But we have a very... Um, spry little uh, officer lady Rebecca, who wait you skipping over the whole oh, fight though you got oh, the so whole sorry. You, Let's get to the, the fight. Whole fight so sorry go to the fight go to the fight <laughs> he uh, he he takes out uh, is going to take out the ska guys uh, then the hitman shows up that was actually coming to get the drugs they have a big fight so we haven't mentioned his in in the story Dracula he eats bugs and here they're explaining he eats bugs because it's a life force and he gives him power so this is kind of what I'm talking about this goofy gore where it's like a video game kind of it's like an actiony movie he has to power up Boop, do, 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 do. eating yeah. the bugs do do do, do. <laughs> which which is which is fun right it, it does make him kind of like a superhero comic booky kind of thing which i'm about but i think the, the, the fight scenes are, are very well laid out we meet teddy lobo who is one of the lobo family and he runs into rebecca quincy uh a la quincy morris from played by aquafina who i enjoy i think she's fun i don't think she should be in this movie i feel like she's the wrong actor for this part do you disagree I know I wholeheartedly agree. Um, I it was it was it was I mean, I don't know. It was, just, it was just very strange. It just felt like a weird pairing. Their chemistry was not what I like was anticipating. They're both really awkward, which is fine. But it just didn't feel like they had like fire. Um, but could just be me just because I'm in love with Nicholas in this oh, movie. Maybe. But I th- I feel like their their chemistry is not what I wanted. But I'm I'm not mad at it. And I thought she did a fine job. But it was just like I felt like it just was there was just something that just felt a little bit off within their relationship i agree so she is a policeman who is very angry about about she graduated top of a class but now she's got to sit doing diy checkpoints when she really wants to take down the lobo family because they killed her father so at that moment she's got a vendetta and for and a taste for revenge as well yep so that moment teddy lobo shows up who's screeching into a halt in his orange sports car who just happens to have a gigantic amount of bricks of cocaine in his car as well. And even though she gets him, catches him red hand him, hits, hits her, hits him in the back of the head with a truncheon, uh, he is able to get out scot-free. No problems. 
Yeah, because the other police are absolutely bought off. So as he gets taken into custody, he gets immediately released and she is pissed. Um, and Rebecca has her sister, um, Kate, who's an FBI agent as well. And like they talk a little bit about it. We get a little more of that backstory about you know how she's trying to fight for it. But her sister's kind of like, you got to kind of give this up. You know, it's like, this mm -hmm. is it. So um, this is who runs this town and you got to kind of get to the program. So, uh, yeah. When Renfield goes back to the layer that they have at the hospital, shout out to the production designer because this layer design is fantastic. Really, really well done. Uh, the, the, the blood bags as the backdrop, it's just really fun. And also the makeup artist because this, he's, you know, we, we saw Dracula catch on fire and be destroyed and now he's slowly healing from that. So we're seeing him in the different healing processes. This one is gnarly and so good. Really, really well done, Dracula. And, you know, Nicolas Cage is you give them you know, a lot of actors will get um stymied by that much makeup that they'll kind of weigh their performance it's almost like down. he was doing more <laughs> like yeah. i don't know like he's yeah he is he is everything he does is hilarious and this is why i want more of him because like he's having so much fun with this part that i just want to see him have more fun so he is disgruntled with the quality of the people that renfield is bringing back he oh, yeah, he's, he's like, why are you bringing happy. me junk food, essentially? He's like, you were bringing me trash food. You know, my preference is hot virgins. Why are you bringing me these dirty criminals? <laughs> like, you need to stop bringing me gross meals. <laughs> uh, but he also makes it clear, I eat boys, I eat girls. He doesn't yeah. have a preference. Anything's good as long as it's but pure. But I want pure blood. Yes, I want yes. good blood. I want clean blood. I don't want, like, these, you know, disgusting, you know, criminal, criminal, uh, you know, whatever. I want something good. And delicious. Renfield during the during the the fight at the Scob Manor had gotten his uh, intestines ripped out. He's basically been holding his guts in for most of that fight, and now still. But he has duct taped them. <laughs> he's just put some duct tape over top. It's all you need, man. Duct tape will fix it. And Dracula rips it up open again to punish him, but then shows us that Dracula blood can heal, so he is back okay. This is also something I've never heard before. I've never mm -hmm. heard of Dracula blood healing anybody, but mm -hmm. I like it. It's fun super fun and so he's gonna heal him up and um you know get him back get him back out there um and try to get him back out to his his old self um so he's like get me something better get back out there do your job and do it right so i can continue to heal you and he's just like ah you can see the the, the torture of renfield being like man what did i do <laughs> what kind yeah. of deal did i really make well, I mean, I'm sure he's been feeling that way for the last almost hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> this, this poor, poor guy. Um, and this is the fun thing about him. Like, we don't know what what his backstory is. Why did he choose this? Why would you be okay with this life when we see that he's clearly grappling with it and likes people? And I think that that's his downfall. Is he just like, I just like humans, and that he's just killing people, and it's not right. But yeah. uh, Teddy goes home to his mom, Bella, Fres Bella Francesca, yes, who, Bella Francesca. Is, who is the, the queen of the empire and is disappointed that Teddy is not being as ruthless as their, as their criminal family always wants people to be scared of them. Yeah, he's just, he's he's too like goofy. <laughs> like she's just like I need you to be like a badass crime boss, and she is a hot like got this beautiful voice and everything. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, ooh, um, okay. Like I would listen to Bella Francesca. She could, I would Renfield for her. Like she's okay. super super smoking hot, um, and she you know could tell me what to do, and I would be like, okay, cool, 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 whatever you want. <laughs> um, and so she's pretty pissed, I and so she orders him to hunt down the man that killed her foot soldiers you know and um you know, and also rebecca because mm -hmm. she's getting in the way exactly 
So, um, so they happened mm-hmm. to be there at the same time because uh, Rebecca found a pen that Renfield had left at the scene of the crime that has now where he is, so this, this restaurant, nightclub, something. Yes, this place and that he's he, going to abduct people. Yes, yes. going Because nobody's going to notice in a place like that. It's New Orleans. I mean, let's be fair. It also looks like a party spot. And yeah, you would absolutely would not notice. It'd be a bunch of tourists coming through just being like, yay, jambalaya. And then like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jumble dead yet. Okay. Let's get it. Let's drink some hurricanes. Yum. Yeah. And just drink outside and yeah, yeah, yeah. And falling over. So, yes. So he happens to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And Teddy's assault on the restaurant continues as Rebecca is already there. So I do say I like their animal masks during this. I think this is a, a cool, mm-hmm. cool disguises. And so Teddy comes up. He is, his assignment has been to either return Rebecca to their side or shoot her in the face. And he's going to shoot her. And she says to do it. So go ahead. Does she has, he has no the fear? In. Yeah. And in that moment, Renfield sees her and goes, oh, "My dream girl. She no, does not fear death. Oh my god. Ah, it's like a dream leaver moment. Absolutely." <laughs> It's pretty mm-hmm. cute. So he steps in, he finds a bug, steps in their saver, and they have a gigantic battle in the restaurant. Lots of fun. People getting their arms ripped off with decorative serving platters and whatnot. And then they have their little meet cute, cute afterwards when he's so amazing. How did you stand up to them? It's so amazing. He She's does like, no, mention no, 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 you're that he was amazing. In... <laughs> yes. Yeah. He does say that he was in, in the Great War, which uh, is fun, but also I was like, oh, Renfield was in World War One. Okay. I'm into that. I could see that. That makes sense. So giving, giving, they're giving you a little, you know, for the Renfield fanatics like me, I'm like, oh, okay, this is the version of Renfield they're, they're selling us. Got it. Mm-hmm. And that would make sense, too, if he'd seen so much loss like that, you know, and just like humanity and, ha- and could shape how he feels about humanity, too. He's like, even with all of that death that he's, you know, witnessed, he still has some, some, some faith. So that gives me a little bit of hope. So this scene was originally supposed to end after he meets Rebecca with a dance number that they tease you with at the end of the credits that was cut out of this movie. Well, now Terry and I, we both know every movie is better with the dance number. And the fact that it was not in this movie, I was what is happening with this? Absolutely devastating. And like we can, we found the clip on the internet because Nicholas Holt lovingly, you know, posted it, but I don't think it's the right music. And we still don't know what music was actually ever was supposed to go over. Did you figure it out, Julia? Okay, so this is, I wrote a, if you want to go on uh, Talk House, I wrote an article about this where I went down this Renfield rabbit hole. So I watched this dance scene because the, the music is, is uh, Love Lifting Me Higher. Is that Jackie mm-hmm. Wilson? Uh, your, love your love keeps lifting me higher. higher. That's her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it was supposed to be in, in the clip. It's that song and it doesn't quite fit it. And I was like, OK, is this the song they were actually dancing to on the day? Because obviously sometimes when you're filming, you're using a different track that would be the or same. Or you're using no music use. sometimes and you're just doing beats. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I went on this rabbit hole where I just went on my iPod, my old school iPod, and I just went through music and played different music to this track. And it was really fun to see how much just music would change the mood of it. And there was, you know, obviously it wouldn't line up completely, but a lot of times it did. And then when I went back to the music they used in the clip, I was like, oh, this doesn't fit any better than anything else I watched. So then uh, I watched, when I rewatched Renfield, I watched it on a DVD that I bought because I wanted to see the dance number clear. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning of the card, it comes up and it says, "This, this number was originally choreographed to a popular pop song. And then the song they use on the DVD is not that song. It's not no. Your Love is Lifting Me Higher. Did they just higher. have it's an just issue like with rights or something happened? I, 
I I don't know, but it was just like another kind of semi sound like song that really really didn't fit it. It's like this is so confusing. What happened? But I just want that dance number. Somebody to be. had a falling a great... out and didn't want their music in it, or some crazy. I want to know the investigative reporting. Let's get hit up Chris McKay. And be like, hey guy, what the fuck? What? <laughs> What's the song? Yeah. <laughs> I actually I actually asked him that. I had messaged him on DM. I had sent him mm-hmm. that Renfield article I wrote, and I was like, mm-hmm. hey, like what? what song was it never got back so we'll never know as far as that's concerned but it's such a cute insight into Renfield's character when you finally get to see him open up and be free and dance and be really happy which we haven't seen before that I we don't actually ever get that level of joy for him in the movie at all with this number cut out so I think it's sad to rob him of this like moment of freedom well, that he, he has his really little gets. face for that moment when he sees her so that's like supposed to I think be the understanding of that because like in any musical right it's like the moment when your emotions are so too much bubbling over you don't have you don't have the words anymore you have to sing and dance um it's that moment for him so Knowing that Mm -hmm. makes me delighted that at least that's what he felt in that moment. And that's how overwhelmed he was with excitement to finally meet somebody in his lifetime that he felt like he could connect with in that way. Um, Yes. 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 So Dracula, we learned in this one, also has telepathic powers over Renfield and brings him home with uh, to show him his plans for world domination because he has just been cruising along as this blood sucking thing all this time. He has the power of a god. He's going to take the world over. He's going to have you either going to be a food. You're going to be followers. And he says and this line is quite apt, I think, and kind of sad where he says that this world was designed by Renfields for Renfields which is Mm -hmm. such a horrible thing to say to Renfield's face, but also not untrue. No, he knows. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I've been playing it, you know, playing it small as Dracula. I'm like, yeah, this is this is what I can do. I can dominate, dominate all you Renfields. Let's go. Um, But Mm -hmm. he could also help make Renfield, you know, one of the the, one of the gods or one of the elite, because if he helps him with it, I mean, obviously, that's the promise, right? Always. And forever that you will be rewarded. rewarded. (laughs) That's true. He's always going to, I mean, he's been luring him along with that for almost, you know, for decades. And so, but it does really seem like he's, he, he does say like, we are going to do this together, which again, I kind of believe him. If Renfield would step up and help him here, he might actually go through with his promise. But of course, Renfield doesn't want to do that. So there's this little moment that I love because I've seen this movie a bunch now Mm -hmm. of when you see him in the self-help room that he has his old like 30s trousers on and there's a bit at the knee that he's picking at. And it's like his little nervous habit that he's Mm -hmm. been doing. And I was like, that's such a cute little character moment. You give me like two seconds and I really, really enjoyed it. And so he's finally going to go tell the self-help group what the deal is. He He needs to change and he's going to grow to full power. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. And be himself and and do what he needs to do. So in conjunction of him wanting to step into his power and Dracula wanting to step into his power, we're going to have some problems, right? Um, Because Renfield decides he wants to move the fuck out of the lair and get his own place and he gets his own apartment. And he goes through the part that I think me and Julia both, uh, (sighs) uh, we were very sad. We found him very Very hot in his old school clothes. He just needed a little shower, maybe a little, a little washy wash, maybe a good little tailor to help trim it up a little bit. But we gave him a full old navy looking makeover. 
so and this is the thing when I'm obviously I, I, I wanted him because I like the way he looked. He was very like Julia specifically hot. But also it's 2023. You don't need to physically outside change somebody to have them have inward change. And yeah, you can clean them up a little, but we're I not, think she's all that adding anymore. We don't have to. No, yeah. you don't have to. Or like the breakfast club, right? Like just don't mm-hmm. do that. Let them be who they're going to be. Uh, and I think that that look, that 19, like 30s look in 2023 New Orleans would slay people would be so into it so it's like you're making him one of this like renfield sheep that he doesn't want to be like i understand he's trying to fit in like what he thinks people look like i understand it he could hang out in brooklyn like right now and that his original look and people would be like yeah that's a brooklyn guy like he would be fine do you know what i mean though like he Mm -hmm. was so cute um so yes 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 anywho so that's our only our our, not our only but that was like the biggest 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 yeah <laughs> i actually i remember i grabbed i grabbed your hand and marion's hand in the theater and i went no yeah i was so I think, disappointed yeah i think we all collectively sighed on that one but um but we were still excited for him though because he was getting into his power he had his little apartment he had his own space that was actually clean because his the layer is just filthy <laughs> that they've been in and very very disgusting that they've been you know and and, and all the but as a as a servant isn't it his job to make it clean Technically, yes. So is he not okay. doing his job for, for Dracula? Or does maybe Dracula Dracula's have a right. certain sense that he wants? Maybe maybe he wasn't doing his job how he needed to be. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe Dracula's right. Maybe he was slacking off on his duties. But, you know, maybe Dracula likes living in filth. We'll never know. Yep. So Quincy is not to be stopped by the Lobos or the cops. And she's going to bring in every single witness from that restaurant fight to give statements because she's not going to be bullied into silence. And Renfield shows up. And uh, they have a little cutesy moment again at the at saying how much they like each other, which is very mm-hmm. cute. But then the Lobos, not happy about this. Who is this man that took down all of their their people? So they mm-hmm. have um, this system where they can log into any computer or camera in the city. And so they can find him and track him at all times, which seemed okay. <laughs> You must be. Yeah, they use well because uh, they buy up the cops, and so there are lots of surveillance uh, cameras around most of our cities now. Unfortunately, um, yay, Big Brother CCTV, nineteen eighty four. Okay, anyway, so um, you know they can they can log in and, and check out what's happening around town, which they do, um, and they use their little mastermind cells. So they realize they're like, hey, this guy is actually pretty powerful. We need him to be working under us <laughs> if he's this good, right? And so they're in, a, in an attempt to find him. They want to recruit him or figure out what the heck he's got going on so that they can use his powers as well. Um, but Renfield is not a be not to be about that. Um, he does not want to be used no. that way. Mm-mm. No, he doesn't. And he uh, he ends up. Uh, Dracula finds him at his apartment uh, because he has a welcome mat that says "Welcome." come on in uh-huh. and he is now he should know better but that means that Dracula can come in and is they have you know and this is like one of my favorite scenes because I feel like they're really playing off each other so well and this is the kind of dynamic that I want from this movie we get some some good good backstory Renfield bombs dropped here where we learn that he had a wife and daughter and I remember audibly gasping in the movie when oh, Renfield has a wife and daughter Oh my God, that's never been said anywhere that Mm-mm. I had seen before. Mm-mm. But Dracula also says that he's a husk, an empty void that nothing can fill and that you are the monster, not me. It's like, ooh, those are, someone called me a husk. Damn. Who made what? him the husk though? Do you know what I mean though? It's like who has like hollowed him out? 
you know I, think, I, I feel like that that was Dracula's point that he was a husk from the first place that's why he was able to because he went him. through the great war and saw everybody die around him that war was brutal yeah um so uh, but, I don't know I've just I don't, I I don't know I think field. I do mm-hmm. as well but I think that they really play with was it because Dracula says he didn't need to use any of his powers to get him to serve. He said, mm-hmm. you just did that on your own. I mm-hmm. didn't even have to work at it. So he is playing with this whose fault is it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I would also like to point out that I, because they talk about that he was this lowly lawyer that needed to get money for his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a, like a lower class London accent, mm-hmm. which I really, that I really think is cool that, you know, he, that makes like, oh, okay, he probably was grew up on somewhere that wasn't that rich and he has to be working his way up and he wanted to do better for his family. And so just like the little, little, little detail, I'm sure that's something Nicholas Holt would of course think about and of course do like his 100%. I'm sure. 100%. Yes. Okay, where are we at? Where are we at? We are at uh, the so D- Renfield tries to defend himself against Dracula in his apartment with the nar- how to defend yourself against the narcissist book, which has a stamp on the back to the church that he goes to do the group therapy in. So now Renfield knows that Dracula is going to go to this self help. Go group. to the support group. Yep. So he tries to warn them, but they end up inviting Dracula in, and now carnage will ensue. Because they don't understand what he's been talking about. He's like, no, he's really a monster. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of our all of our abusers are monsters, our codependent guys. Um, and the, just the languaging, it's just, you know, fun little misunderstanding. A little, little um, you know, what was it? The, uh, the, 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 uh, oh, the evil dead guys against the, the three names, the two names. Oh, my God. What are you talking about? I was thinking about the, the, the comedy of errors of the, um, Alan Tudyk movie that we did, the comedy one. Oh, Tucker and Dale? Thank you. Yes. Sorry. That's what I was thinking of. Just like the comedy of like just saying the wrong thing and thinking that you're talking about one thing and it's another. Thank you so much. Misdirection. Back to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but Dracula, Dracula asked him a question here that I think is, is valid. He said, I give you the choice between the power of a God and the pathetic desperation of humanity. Why would you choose this? I think that's a valid question. I feel like I... Only because you want to be a vampire. (laughs) I know. And I understand killing people is wrong. I don't want to kill anybody. Let's make that clear. But also, I mean, look at, you know, because he says that when he's at the self-help group, he's listening to everybody's stories and they're so sad. And they are very sad like that you're looking at this like this is what humans are like. They can be this sad. And if but but once he's met Rebecca, maybe he has. Anyway, so a little bit of hope because of love. Yes, yes, yes. Dracula, Dracula feasts on everybody in the self-help group. Rebecca walks in and finds him with blood all over his hands in this carnage crying. And so now they have to arrest them. And the cops and the Lobos are there immediately to take Renfield mm-hmm. because they have her partner has been under the payroll the whole time and turned him in. Uh, question I have here. She's surrounded by cops. Why? And the Lobos. Why did they just not kill her here? She had sent Teddy to kill her at that restaurant, which he did not do. And they say they're going to like give her one last chance to be a part of their gang or whatever. But she's so itching to have her dead. Just shoot her. I don't understand why they don't. The cops Maybe. can cover it up. It's like, that's not the problem. But they want Renfield so bad that they're overlooking her. I just killed Maybe. them both at the same time. I don't know. Or maybe her sister has some deal with them. I don't know. I don't know. But they don't. And they end up mm-hmm. escaping Rebecca and Renfield, which they go back to her. He she he takes her back to the apartment. They have an accident. When she wakes up, she's there. She has her arms all bloody. Yeah. And he, he offers her snickerdoodle. 
He made her snickerdoodles. Like, oh. So cute. And she's like, no, what are these? What's lace? And she is very, very uh, uh, suspect of him now. murder cookies. No. <laughs> As she should be, because, like, she's just seen some terrible things because of him. Um, and uh, so it takes a little moment for her to regain, like, you know, his trust, uh, the trust moment again between the two. And so um, he's like, if I wanted to kill you, like you just said, I would have done it back there. Right. And so it's like we all had the opportunity to. But here I am trying to save you and it's fine. Um, and so they try to figure out what they can do to um, help him get out of Dracula's service and also help her take the Lobos down. Um, so they uh, decide that they got to they got to they got to move on it and and, and fight their way back. <laughs> Yeah, and they also, the Lobos, uh, they get, so Lobos and Dracula end up hooking up. Uh, they they have the, the same group. plan. Yeah. yeah. Let's join, just join forces. And so she, uh, Rebecca had asked her sister to run a pen through Interpol, the one that she found on the ground, which was Renfield's blood, who has been linked to dozens and dozens and dozens of cases throughout the century, so that he should be very old. He's not very, obviously, clearly not very old, but they end up taking her sister, Kate, and that is the bait that they are going to use to get her to come there. We have a fantastic apartment building fight as one of the most fight, fun fights in this in this movie. This is my favorite scene. I have watched this scene a lot because it's so good and fun. Um, you're dealing with different levels of like a courtyard in the apartment and um, the little Lobo's henchmen and then everybody and, and the police and all it's it's it gets very, very good. They're coming for your Renfield. <laughs> yeah. Getting faces ripped off and getting, arms ripped off. People getting impaled with arms. Yeah. But also like while like Dreamweaver kind of sequence is happening because they're falling more in love with each other as it gets really, really violent. <laughs> And they have, you know, he has this very lovely, like, Romeo and Juliet moment, reaching up to her on the balcony to help her down. And oh, even though he's a psycho killer, he's also sweet and he likes her and it's cute. So they have to go to the Lobos compound to try to get her sister back. They have to stock up. They got some wooden stakes. They got some holy water. Bugs. They don't, use, they don't mm -hmm. use the holy water or the stakes. Um but yes, a lot of bugs for him to eat as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, they take her. They, so we have to battle here. And so we find out when we get there that Dracula has already turned everybody who works for the Lobos, including Teddy, into dra vampires or familiars. Or in Renfield. Any case. They're in the Renfield. Renfield. So Teddy's they all like, have this hazel eye glow thing that they do yeah. in there. When they're freshly bugged out, basically, yeah. they get that little glowy eye thing. And that's how, that's your tell. And so Teddy's like, yeah, I'm one of you now. Like, I'm I'm better than you, basically. And, and um, the thing is, though, that Renfield's been Renfield a lot longer than Teddy <laughs> and understands how the powers really work and knows how to help disable him. Um, but he's going to take a little bit of a beating first because Teddy is hopped up right now. Um, and uh, they have a little battle battle. But he gets out the fuck smarted um, and gets ripped in half uh, beautifully. <laughs> As yeah, he tries. yeah, definitely. And so uh, meanwhile, Dracula is trying to seduce Rebecca into becoming a vampire with the lure of healing her sister for him. Um, and she does. I mean, she does kind of play it smart, right? She realizes she can't outwit him, really. She can't. Uh, fight him physically so sh sh is she really going to give in we really think she will she's going to give in and, and she's going to become a vampire which I would have liked very much if that happened mm -hmm. uh, but she doesn't and so now she turns the she opens the blinds and Dracula catches on fire now they have to go down to the torture room for a big face off down there where there's mm -hmm. already lots of tools of destruction right there in handy 
super, super handy. So they're basically in like one of the Lobos torture rooms, right? Um, basement. And so it's where they get the real, real jobs done. Um, and so um, this is their final standoff. And so they know um, that they need to make a, a magical circle like we had towards the beginning of the movie. But what mm-hmm. do the Lobos have a lot of that's kind of powdery because they didn't, weren't, didn't have time to grab salt before they got down there? They got a lot of cocaine. So cocaine. they're gonna make a cocaine circle. <laughs> hey, listen, any cocaine. powder, any cocaine. any powder works. Yep. Uh, but, but before they do that, they uh, Renfield is able to uh, punch and pummel Dracula in the face and tell him that he's come to full power. So we know that that he's done it. They uh, trap Dracula. Ask him what he uh, last words are. I wish to spend a season in hell where all the amusing people are. Hail Satan. You go, hey, all right. <laughs> Having fun. And so they end up, Redfield says there's so many different things of how you kill a vampire and he's seen him come back from crazy stuff. So they're mm-hmm. just going to try everything in the in the, in the the book. And so they end up mixing cement with holy water and then making them into little chunks and putting them in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Like, That'll take him a while. That'll take mm-hmm. him a while if he comes back at all because you feel mm-hmm. like holy water and cement would probably do it. But who can say? Who knows with Dracula? He, there's still a little bit of essence of him. There's got to be something. So um, Kate gets healed and Bella Francesca is arrested. Um, yeah. And Renfield goes back and helps bring his um, self-help uh, crew back for, with Dracula's blood. Um, yeah, yeah. And everybody's happy. And he and Rebecca are going to go forth and live in Renfield, normie, vanilla world. Oh, I don't know if you made the right choice, Renfield. <laughs> <laughs> could have had more fun hopefully they have more fun together and do something not as i mean they did enjoy like taking people out and like you know taking some crime syndicate down so maybe they'll do more of that and i think it would be an interesting idea to have the renfield step up and be like i'm going to be dracula's partner now now we're Mm going to be on equal terms we're both going to be gods and we're going to both going to be ruthless and let's do this together that would be very interesting right how do you survive renfield oh fuck well depends on who who you are in the movie yeah If you're one of the henchmen, forget it. You're yeah, dead. You're done. You're toast. Like from the beginning. But just I mean, don't be like, a henchman to a crime boss. That seems like pretty good advice it feels across like the board. Stormtrooper logic. Do you know what I mean? That's like you don't want to be conscripted into somebody's like you know mean army like that. Like that's just a bad. A bad. Never going to end well. You're not going to get wonderfully rewarded. Never. We already know that. <laughs> but we got wonderfully I feel like rewarded. It's pretty, yeah. Pretty. It's pretty bad odds. I feel like. No matter who you are in this movie. Well, the problem with Dracula is he can hypnotize you, right? Yeah. Like he can get in your head. So it's like, I think anytime you have a hypnotizer, it's always a little difficult, which is, I think, why we were fascinated by the vampire lore. Right. Because you don't, they're taking away some of your choice and will, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um, So gore factor. Now, I think you're going to know what we're going to say about this, but I'm going to say it. Let's do it. We'll run through it for the funsies. Sure. One, it's not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two is a puddle of blood. Three is enough blood to go outside the average viewer. Four is a bathtub of blood. And five is run for the barf bag. This movie is so much gorier than I expected going in. I was like, whoa, okay. This just is, for that courtyard is... scene alone, if you just yeah. played me that like five minutes, like I would be like, that's a five. So yeah, well done. Well done, Chris McKay. Well done, hot Chris McKay. I find you very hot. Come be on our show. <laughs> Um, movie ratings. I do. He's very sexy. Okay. Uh, I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come be on our show. 
Uh, movie ratings, uh, <laughs> Chainsaws. One, if you're desperate, two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, fantastic oracle. I give you a five, Renfield. I really enjoyed it. Fucking, like, as Julia said, fun for OG Dracula heads. If you love the classic monster thing, they really do pay homage to it. Um, and really, you know, connect those dots and then give you some fun new stuff uh, to the lore uh, that I think is truly enjoyable. Um, if we had no cops in it, I'd be even happier. But I don't mind it because it's so well done and so fun. And I was delighted and laughed my little face off. And also just like the smiles on our faces during a good amount of this movie, looking together with you and Marion while we watched this in the theater was so fun. So, yes. Yeah, we were definitely the ultimate audience for this movie. I feel like if if Christmas at K could have watched us watch that movie, he would have been like, I did it, right? Yeah. He would have been very happy. <laughs> um, so this is, I give this also a five. Uh, so it is all around five. Ding, 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 ding. Cracks in, air horn. New year, high. all fives. New year, all fives. <laughs> This is how we do it, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, I, as you all know, listeners, cute boy killers are my downfall. So I got to get myself some movies that are specifically branded to my type of taste. And so we have a, a round coming up where this is the idea. This is, these are boys that Julia would absolutely get killed by. I would fall for in a split second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you haven't read seen Renfield or if you have please, know, please let us know what you think was this the Renfield movie that you wanted and what did you like or not like about it you, know, you yeah. can talk to us on all of our social media channels we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter we do have a Patreon if you would like to help us out we are just independent ladies making it happen on our own uh, and we also have a Teespring if you would like to join us there please talk to us we love to talk to you we love to hear what movies you want to hear us talk about what cute boy killers would kill you ooh they all slay me, Julia. Hey. All right. You have a beautiful week, y'all. Take care. Be safe out there. Watch out for those cute boy killers. Thank you for listening. Horror Movie Survival Guide is independently produced by Terry Gamble, Julia Marchesi, and Sierra Ryan. Hey, that's me. If you would like to support the show, find us on patreon.com slash horror movie survival guide.